You're listening to Ink Studs on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. My guest this week is Simon Bisley uh, from the UK. I'm just trying to wrap my head around all the work uh, to mention, so I'll kind of pick and choose different things. Uh, Melting Pot, collaboration with Kevin Eastman, the latest release. I think it's called The Four Horsemen. Um, slain, the Slain the Home God, slain. previous uh, Judgment Gotham. Did you say that one? No, I didn't. Uh, oh, Double Gotham, Lobo. I think that's about it, really. Um, it's what I got to do terrifies me. <laughs> the deadline's creeping up. You're uh, you're you're fast though, aren't you? Oh, you have to be. I think you just have to be fast. I mean, just that's the way you, you evolve as an artist, a comic book artist. Every every comic book artist knows you have to be. Really. Was it something that for you you were always like, um, even like just making work for yourself, just. You would just kind of go. I don't just don't really re- re- recollect. I've been bumped on the head so many times in the past. I've forgotten, you know, how I kind of came about with what I do now. But um, I think it. Um, I don't know, what was the original question? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been hit on the head again. <laughs> no, you you do. Uh, no, what was the original question? Uh, just about speed. About like just oh, having speed. this yeah, need yeah, to like course. create yeah, yeah. quickly. Um, well, yeah, you have to think very quickly on the. Have the thing on the button. Because you're already kind of you kind of backed up in a, in a situation where you already have to get this done, the next tomorrow, the next thing done. So you have to think on your feet really quick and solve problems. And it's, sometimes you know, with uh, with comic book uh, illustration, it is problem solving. What angle are the people standing at um, when he, when they have a conversation? The, the, the pilot turns around, has his move around, the car goes here to there to where. Everything it is it is problem solving um, and uh, speed. I think I'm naturally quick anyway because uh, that's why I like it. <clears throat> I tend to. Um, I tend to work explosively. Like if I got five days to do something, I just do it in one day or two days. You know, hang around. You know, spend a hard time on a sofa, lying down watching TV. Wait till the heat cut gets up, and then uh, then uh, then do it. Then I think uh, generally I can't can't plod away. I can't can't plod. It's just not my my way. Do you approach your comic pages differently than say your painting pages or paintings? Yeah, you know, I attack them from from the ceiling. Uh, no, no. Um, <laughs> full combat outfit. Oh, painting and drawing, that's a different thing altogether. I mean, penciling is uh, <clears throat> penciling is uh, a really interesting process because uh, it's very fresh and new to the eye, to my eye, as it comes on the page. Mm-hmm. Then to ink is like, for me, is a drag. It's like doing the whole thing all over again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I play pencil very, very loosely, very loosely if I'm going to ink, and I kind of <clears throat> um, ink, ink, ink all, all the detailing and the, the structure more, more or less uh, at the end. So my my pencil could probably just more like uh, um, sausage figures, you know, or stickmen. But painting is a different uh, approach. Yes, I think there's more accuracy uh, uh, with with the actual drawing uh, initially because um, once you go to paint, if something's out, so the legs out or something's wrong, it's going to be obvious. You stick out a mile, uh, but then you can't fluff it. But I think this, the process is the same in in, in that uh, it's just you've got to get it done. You know? mm-hmm. And get paid. I think. Um, I mean, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Um, and do a good quality work, of course. I mean, that's very important. I was a period of didn't even take a breath then. It was a period of my, uh, a, a time uh, in my career where I was way just slacking off, becoming really arrogant. Uh, I was thinking I could just get away with uh, just knocking stuff out really quickly, just knocking paint in because you know because I could. But then it just just uh, comes back and bites you. So uh, uh, I had to tighten up and. Uh, you know, do better quality, especially now with the advent of. Um, don't I talk a lot? Especially with the advent of uh, computers, 
now they could just kids can do anything now. So we had to keep compete with them. But then again, you could, I could contradict myself and say, oh, therefore, then why not just go really loose, much looser like they do with Doom Patrol? Um, you know, so it's, 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 a, it's a competitive thing, you know. You compete with yourself and compete, compete, compete with what's going on. Sorry, go on. But you have no interest in doing Photoshop, do you? I have no interest. It's purely the simply that um, it, you use half your revenue. It's simple as that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes a damn sense to me. Um, no sense at all. I mean, it seems like there used to be like a handful of really good artists everyone used to respect and love. And then it seems everyone is an artist now, and everyone is capable of doing really good quality work, you know? Yeah. I mean, I remember the days when you had good, great, great, uh, I mean, paperback book covers. They were great. Just, I mean, that's like an old, an old fart, which I am actually, because I hit 50 the other day. Um, so, uh, yeah, but you used to get the great uh, the album covers. All that kind of era was kind of gone, you know, somehow. Well, it has. It's, I think it's gone completely. But um, <clears throat> I went astray again, didn't I? That's okay. It's a conversation, right? <laughs> yeah, it fills no, a gap. There's no it fills a gap. Yeah, everyone switch the radios up by now. They change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> Does that have any sense? Sorry for wasting your day, guys. Sorry, go carry on. Um, you're, you're mentioning paperback covers, and I'm actually curious... trying to promote myself here, aren't I? There you go. Yeah. Uh, Miter, we're talking to Simon Bisley. There we go. There's promotion. Um, you mentioned paperback covers, and I, I am pretty interested about what was attracting you to um, first kind of be interested in the art, and then to want to make it yourself. Um, and it like, I guess there's kind of a twofold to that, because I kind of feel like your comics are in a lot of ways separate from your painting. Um, I think they're um, kind of one and the same. But yeah. I've been thinking about this as well, actually. Uh, interesting enough, um, that I think the comic book artwork and I think comic book artists are the true Michelangelo's, the true Da Vinci's of uh, of the art world. Absolutely, definitely. The Sistine Chapel was was a, was a giant uh, uh, fresco. Was a big comic book. Uh, um, was a giant comic book um, uh, a series of comic book panels. You know what I mean? That's what, it was a big. You know what I mean? Look at it. What else was it? You know, you look at the dynamism of uh, the Statue of David. I mean, that's a Superman, isn't it? It's a hero. You know, kind of thing. And it's all celebrated. Uh, so I don't think there's a lot of great deal of difference at all. I think the best, some of the, some of the worst art are in the galleries. And, and the best stuff is actually with guys slogging away on a, on a drawing board. Look at Buscema, look at Kirby, the dynamic, the, the power of these guys, and the, the ability they had. They they can, you know, knock the socks off anything uh, that I've seen uh, in, uh, in in the fine art world. I mean, of course, they're great fine artists, of course, but uh, I think these are, these are true, true geniuses, true craftsmen. But they're belittled because, uh, and, and frowned upon because, they, I think because they do find it so easy and it's so blatantly good. There's no, there's nothing there to uh, to question. That's why shit is uh, put on uh, on gallery walls because um, I mean, top top these really big, well-known fine art gallery places because uh, they, a critic can't justify himself as a critic and they spend billions on something if it's just a great comic book page or because it's, it's they have he has to do something that's controversial to to justify the existence as a critic or a buyer, you know, whether mm-hmm. it makes any sense. So, um, yeah. so again, what was the original question? <laughs> <laughs> what was wrong with me? I mean, it's. I'm, it's usually, I'm, usually, I'm usually pretty good at coming back to what I was saying. Did you have but a lot of Red Bulls today. today? It's just not working. Too many Red Bulls. No, it's too on a real come down. <laughs> oh, but, no. you know, you, 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 thanks for, for your support the other day and saying good luck on that deadline, but uh, I did complete it. Thanks. And, uh, yeah, so I'm coming down a bit. I think 16 cans of Red Bull or something, but That can't be good. You think I'm still on it, wouldn't you, why I'm speaking so fast? <laughs> it's. Um, there, there is some interesting. 
I've been kind of looking at like what folk comic folks are doing and kind of keeping in mind as like approaching it in, in an art context. And one of the interesting things I saw was, um, uh, you know, Gary Panter. He when he did this uh, two pager for Marvel, he actually mm. built them uh, per panel. Because each so panel, he did what? Sorry, he sorry? he built them per panel instead of pages. He built them per panel. Yeah. Really. Yeah, that's because... very interesting. No, that's that's, that's innovative. I, I like that. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, you know. Yeah, yeah. Did he really? Did he? Did he succeed? Yeah. <laughs> well, he just put the a, a regular page right up. But we got it. That's very interesting. Hey well, guys, you listen out there, fellow artists. Maybe we should be doing the same thing. Yeah, but was he just was he just dividing the dividing the overall amount he would have got for the page per panel? He was getting an X amount per panel, a, a larger amount. Well, I think he has a rate that he will do yeah, his yeah. stuff at. You know, it's none of my it's none of my business to be discussing other guys' business. You know, so I'll, I'll get off that. But <laughs> I raise none of my business. You know, but uh, yeah, I think it's uh, very very interesting. I think he uh, it makes a great deal of sense. Yeah, it does. I think uh, it's. I mean, at one part you say kind of someone else's business, but another part, um, I know there are folks that it's kind of important to have these conversations, so yeah. everyone knows they're getting paid a good amount. Yeah. Like, oh, I think, think, I think, yeah. I'm sorry, go on. No, that was that was it. Well, yeah, we were, yeah. A couple of guys are really, really underpaid. We created, we designed what, what the we keep in Hollywood afloat with. Uh, I mean, yeah, not literally afloat, but we're, we're providing with all the creativity. We always have done. Uh, artists always have done, but always. Uh, I think the uh, a lot of other people get all the credit for what, <coughs> for our for our burden, our labour. Um, listen to me, it sounds all biblical, doesn't it? Well, we'll no, get we never, we never get a pardon. We'll get the biblical and... later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we we. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just been uh, been a been a baby uh, complaining because you know I don't know. I suppose the rest not too bad. But um, it's a. I think we have to do a great deal of work to earn our bread, though. I mean, it's uh, the comic book pages, page after page after page, panel after panel after panel. Um, it is uh, a hell of a thing. Yeah. Really, it's just it's a hell of a job. Um, but I love it. I do love love hate it. You know, kind of thing, yeah. Um. Somehow, I'm trying to weave hate how. how... Panel, eh? Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I put a background in. I want to put any backgrounds. I put a building in. I want more money. I put uh, the car. Put the car gone. Yeah, yeah. You, you'd. Before I interrupt you. Somehow, some kind of discussion of um, kind of. I don't even know where this was in there. We're moving too quick. Uh, well, doing stuff. I was curious more, about more how much you had done stuff for movies. Um, like, I know you'd done drawings for, for the Spaced um, TV show back in the 90s. No, I didn't. No, I didn't do anything for uh, Spaced at all. I thought the drawings were... Oh, no, no the, the character was... Based, no, they weren't. They, oh, no, I, I know, it's confusing. It's interesting because I think there are other names, uh, were, were other artists' names, uh, other artists were mentioned in, in, the, in the series. Oh, okay. as well as my own I think and I think there's references to some art but the artist I forget his name but his style was very similar to mine um, I mean I don't know I really don't know too much about that um, but, but I, I guess had nothing to do with that at all no nothing I'm, I'm curious that, that have you done much work say for movies or... oh yeah was, was work so do you know I'll let you finish the sentence ah! it's a sentence slow done. down Simon slow down <laughs> This is where it's going badly. Go on. Have, have you done Your a lot turn. of work for oh, movies? God, shut up. Is what? Have you done a lot of work for movies? Um, yes, I have. I did a lot of work behind the scenes with Stan Winston. Um, 
uh, quite a lot of work, uh, loads and loads and loads of drawing designs out there that uh, we use for, I've seen crop up in Doom, I've seen a crop up in Iron Man. Um, you just see, oh, I said, I remember seeing, I did that bit, all that arm, all that, that connection. You know, there's, there's bits and pieces here and there. There was Galaxy Quest, was it Galaxy Quest? I did work, I worked on that. Okay. And the great and the mighty Bernie, Bernie Wrightson uh, worked on that as well. Great man, great man. Bernie Wrightson as well. Um, and I can't think of much else <laughs> except just random things. I, I work with a lot of uh, people in between film companies, you know, who design, want designs for me, for, for them, sort of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, but you wouldn't believe the the the, the, the fracking money that people get for designing stuff. I remember I was doing some design for somebody, and um, I think they said, uh, "Oh, uh, so, yeah, we signed with doing this. Can you just designs for us?" I said, "Why?" He said, "Well, this this, this guy wants some designs. Designs. Uh, we're going him to do some designs for us." I said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, well what is it?" He said, "Well, we want, he wants about a hundred thousand dollars for like ten characters." I thought, "What?" I said, "No, I'll do it. I'll do it for five. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I think, holy smokes. But how do you get into that position where you can get that command, that kind of money? I think it's, uh, do you know what I mean? I mean, I yeah. don't get anywhere near, near, near that. I don't think, uh, I think because I think we artists, especially me, are really bad businessmen. We're just artists. We're consumed by that, absorbed by that, and that's how every every kind of um, gesture, thought, you know, is all, all motivated to, to create and design, but it's not, not to the business side of things, you know. We're so grateful to get work that we, we're just happy to, to, you know, to grab anything, really. I think. I think so. We never have enough time to breathe to, to, to uh, everybody, but I don't have enough time to breathe to really sit back and uh, do the business stuff, you know, uh, really. So do you say, because earlier you mentioned, like, how... Although I'm a great artist, of course. Uh, yeah, well, I'm a businessman. Listen to me. You mentioned half your income is selling art. Do you sell it yourself, or do you use someone to sell for you? Well, what I usually do is uh, it's mostly it's, a, uh, it's a just sell it as a job lot, sell it, sell it with a deal. You know, just stick it all in. So you know they get the original, they get the <clears throat> the rights, whatever, and do it that way. But like, say you well, do, sell it myself. Yeah, like you'll do like a Hellblazer comic. Like DC's not keeping the originals anymore. No. Um, but yeah, you'll sell those pages yourself. Yeah, well, I just sell it myself, or, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's part of your revenue, isn't it? You've mentioned... Uh, I mean, if that, well, I mean, the thing is ridiculous. I think if that was done on a computer, the, the, the picture, in effect, would never exist. Yeah. It, it, and a lot of this work that people do on computer, Photoshop, is in the ether. In the ether, it's like photo around in space. It didn't exist to put on the walls, a thing of reality, you know, which is fine. It's just, it's not, not, I don't object to that, but it just makes no fucking sense. To me, you know, beep, make it at all. Makes you, no sense. You can swear. I'm makes no sense. Yeah, can I? Well, don't yeah. invite me to, please. Yeah. I just recall, I had my Tourette's uh, um, um, rehabilitation thing uh, today earlier. <laughs> I had to swear as, as, for as long as I could, and then uh, I was all out of my system, ready we'll to prepare see. for the show. We'll see. Um, <laughs> you've mentioned a couple of folks, uh, and uh, like Bernie Wrightson, um, Bishema, and Kirby. Yeah, and and I feel like there's a certain reverence you have to these I, guys. Yes, I think because I know I know the, the the gig, I know how it goes, and how how I know what my ability is, and I know like a lot of artists, a lot of us, I say us because it is as we're all brothers in in, in arms as it were. Um, is that uh, I don't really have to go through and their ability, I can judge it by my own. 
Um, I mean, what was remarkable is I know that the Kirby and uh, Busima were quick, but it's it's how accurate, uh, how good uh, Busima was with anatomy mm-hmm. to get the proportions always right, because that's that's the part that takes the time. You can, whereas Kirby would blow the cat out real quick, big, strong, powerful lines. That's done for him in a bit of, bit of rendering. We've seen, obviously, he would have rounded it all off and, and got the muscles out the body, tries to get the bicep proportions correct, and that takes time. But to do that consistently is, uh, is, is, um, is, is pretty cool, you know, I think. But, I mean, extraordinary power, extraordinary power, just from just pure pen and ink on a, on, a, on a piece of paper. Look at it. It's amazing, isn't it? Was his run it was, on, me. Was his mm-hmm. Conan run, like, the perfect age for you? To be reading that stuff. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually it was. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you see, I think it was a Savage Sword of Conan with Boris Vallejo. Is it Vallejo? Cover. The first Savage Sword of Conan, the black and white, uh, was a, what a yeah yeah. That's I was around about that at that time when that was coming out. And uh, actually, Barry Winter Smith's great was it Red Nails? You know the you know the giant Treasury edition, Barry Winter Smith. I think a black, black uh, was it was it red nails in it? Uh, Dance a red Sony or something like that. I forget. Um, and he was fighting Fack, the uh, that uh, that uh, ape, with the red cloak. So Barry Winter Smith is astonishing. He's so different to everything else. Actually, Michael Plug uh, uh, did it for me. I think with his, his Planet of the Apes, because uh, when I saw his work, I was really surprised that uh, there were characters who were bold. <laughs> I mean, Jeremy, there's like apes, but 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 they weren't like some of them were bold. They had like character, you know. I think I'll be darned. And then I saw his uh, Plugs, um, the Mighty Plugs, uh, Werewolf by Night. You know, it's like it's, uh, it seemed like the werewolf was actually moving, and all the fur was dripping off his body. You know, it had so much movement in it, so much character. Um, so uh, there's a lot of stuff I did like. I mean, uh, I don't think there's anything I don't like. Particularly. I heard Tremp, the Hulk. <laughs> that heard trim. I remember that's the stuff I was looking at. First stuff I was buying. So then I was buying the old, the the the, the old going back as we all do, go back to the old stuff. Uh, the old uh, J- uh, Ditko Spider Man. Uh, actually, John Romero uh, is my favorite Spider Spider Man artist. I think he's my favorite. Uh, Plug is great stuff. We love it. Plug is an interesting one uh, that I don't hear a lot, but he's like contemporary with guys like Bernie Wrightson and Barry Windsor Smith. Yeah, um, yeah, they're the but, same same elk, aren't they? Yeah, and and I like mm. I like hearing that because I look at his work and I definitely see. Um, I I get really fascinated by it. It's just that he hasn't had that same kind of like really nice editions of stuff that I could come across. Where with you know with Wrights and there's a nice Frankenstein mm. book that kind of like this captures this essence of Wrights and. Well, he's a real trooper. I mean, Plo's a trooper, a real mm. trooper, you know. Um, he just he's a real workman, you know, gets the shit done and gets it done and doesn't moan. Um, you know. Ex Marine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's he's a wonderful guy and uh, great well, I just there's something about I really like. I, I think he just brings characters over. Come bring something across. But maybe some of the others don't, you know. It has a some some he has a bit of a soul in there somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is a character in a face or something, you know, it's like I said, a simple a few lines can make such a lot of difference. He manages managed to get into into the depth of a character, I think, uh, which I like. Um, it's that like yeah. that thick black inking he can get. Hmm. Hmm. Nice. Strong yeah. lines. I mean, he was similar. He was similar to. He was similar to Rising, wasn't he? He's kind of very similar, I suppose. Yeah. What What made you want to draw? What was it that like? Hey, this is what I want to do. Um. Well, well, actually, draw professionally. Yeah. 
Well, actually, well, I was thinking about this conversation we're going to have. I was thinking about when I was making myself a cup of tea <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, and I was thinking, well, I never ever considered it. Never considered it. Yeah. As far as drawing goes, I just naturally um, just took up the pencil and paint. And, and, and actually, I painted quite late. I think I was, I think it was about 16, no, 15 maybe when I started painting. But uh, I just naturally uh, like to draw and uh, make things out of clay. Drawing animals and making animals, lions, tigers, monkeys, and whatnot. Um, I'm very fascinated by, 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 by animals. So I naturally went into that. As far as professional goes, I never considered it. I never, I never thought, how, how would you even do it? How, would you, how do these people get to do this, to get this kind of a job? How would you, I mean, it seems so obvious now. You just go to a publisher and show them your work. That's all you got to do. Um, but um, I think my first comic book pages were pretty disastrous. They weren't very good, very scratchy. When I took to 2000 AD, when I had an interview, they were very successful all over the place. And I think I'm only, only just now getting to grips with it. <laughs> Be honest. I mean, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a great comic book artist. I'm not a great inker. I think I got pencil well, and I'm pretty dynamic. But um, no, I never considered um, considered it at all. Uh, only until the later years, when I was about 18. Actually, 17, 18, I think, uh, I thought, how do I get, I've got to do this as a job, I've got to do, how do I do this, you know, da, da, da. met a friend who worked in London, it's getting boring now, isn't it? Oh, it's I, I started to work, I'll ramble on, ramble on, uh, <laughs> here we go, make a cup of tea and come back in 10 minutes and then uh, see if I'm, I'm still on or not, <laughs> whatever, but uh, yeah, it was, uh, a friend of mine said, well, give me some of your work and I'll take it around to London and show some publishers, he was working for Auto Express, a car magazine, a friend of the family. So I gave him some work, and I, I remember signing everything on copyright and everything. I, I because guessing, oh, they're going to steal my work, my ideas, you know. Um, and uh, I finally got a, an interview with 2000 AD um, when I was what's that? Was I 18? I don't know. But um, I couldn't really paint that well even then. But um, I was learning, and le I learned very. Well, let's put it this way: I got I got the job, and I learned very very quickly. You learn very very fast. And that was just that ABC Warriors. ABC Warrior. ABC Warriors. Uh, Pat Mills, the writer, and the writer of, of Slaying the Hong God, um, he's a writer, and he's um, very interesting. Why well, that's not a movie or something, I don't know, or a computer game. If everyone, everyone out there wants to look at ABC Warriors, but there were artists before me, Mike McMahon, or Mike McMahon, McMahon, McMahon and Kevin O'Neill did the original uh, ABC Warriors, and it's just genius. I mean, the art, it's just genius. Yeah. You look at it, the robot, these robot characters, I mean, it's amazing. So I couldn't really compete with that. I was very competitive then. So I decided to make everything more organic. I think uh, so it was more like, uh, you know, uh, I was they were more cyborg than robot, if you know what I mean. More, more like a, a, a um, kind of a sophisticated um, super, super robot being with mechanical, you know, with with uh, with. Um, <laughs> I can imagine biologists, scientists, scientists thinking, "What the hell is he fucking talking about?" <laughs> Um, which there's a terminology for, isn't there? You know, cyber, I mean, like, what's the word? Android, more Android yeah, robot. Okay. That, uh, as opposed to blocky and chunky, like tra like a tractor, you know? I mean, a lot of the, lot of the basic was based more on uh, more comedic, and they, they were just like clunked yeah. around, um, you know, like uh, old bulldozers and things. Well, I just gave them more of a streamlined look and uh, more sophisticated. Um, I don't like drawing muscles, and uh, so I just try to incorporate anything like that I can. Like that. Oh yeah, that was a good gig. Very good gig. I spent I, I spent a week on a page. I remember the pages pages were huge. And uh, <laughs> was that your choice, or was that the pages? Oh, I just thought that's the way to go. I mean, I just well, I couldn't believe it. I mean, my job before that was like you know a hub carrying carrying bricks up to up to uh, 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 up ladders, you know, and, and digging ditches, you know, and driving forklift trucks and things, you know, and stacking paving stones on the back of a lorry all day. 
and so to get this job uh, and get some good money for it was was uh, was, was 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 amazing really wow it's just a great uh, I, I was so excited I have to say I, but the thing is I was so very excited as well because I knew I had something there and I, I knew I was going to do do something that was going to make people excited you know I don't really wanted to rule you know I was very very uh, very uh, very competitive very hungry then because I was young you know so I was, I was on fire totally on fire yeah you know not burnt out and sizzled out like I am now you know what were their reactions? I'm moping around, I'm moping around with my, my, my uh, studio. What did they uh, think I'm of still, your huge I'm still pages? full of energy. Huh? What? what did they think of your huge pages when you brought them in? I don't know. They weren't that huge. No one said anything okay. about that. I mean, uh, I mean, they were like, when I say huge, I mean, they weren't like outstandingly big, but they weren't 10 by 15, the standard size. That, uh, they were about twice up from that. Um, but, uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, the first pages was, was crap. It was crap. It was very scratchy. And the characters all out of proportion, you know. Um, so uh, I had to redo it, but uh, it, it worked out okay. And then we led on to doing Slain, and that was my first painted comic book strip, which proved successful, uh, which is still in print. And yeah. someone said to me, someone, yeah, someone said to me, um, someone said to me, uh, what's it like having it in print again? I said, oh, it's not, I don't think it's ever been out of print. It's always been in print. Slain. It's just been expensive. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. It, yeah, I don't think it's necessarily my work. I think it's just a, just the. Um, I think it's a, just a. The period of time it's set in, you know, that, that kind of Celtic warrior yeah. kind of thing. You know, it's timeless. Everyone loves that. You know, Celtic mythology and uh, whatnot. Uh, you know, the artwork's okay-ish. You know, uh, do some good stuff every now and then. And it, but I think Pat's writing as well. But it's it's timeless. You know, it's timeless. Timeless. Uh, you know, it's it's definitely it's work that I feel that's kind of like linked through all of your stuff. Like I feel like you kind of, it's a good starting point. Um. Oh, well, for the rest of what I go, what, for everything else I was going to do after. Yeah. Oh yeah, God, I think you. I think actually, that's, I never thought of it that way. But yeah, yeah I think you're right. Yeah, I was certainly thrown into the bear, thrown into the bear pit. You know. Have you always? Oh, been... oh, but, but what might I just say? Might I interrupt you again? Yeah. <clears throat> Before you jump in there, sorry, I'm sorry, but it's, it's kind of relevant. The reason why I did, well, the reason why the slain the horn god was painted, I painted it because I don't think I could, could I couldn't compete with uh, Glenn Fabry. Or Mike McMahon. If you look at Glenn Fabry's flame, oh God, and the ink is just incredible. It's beautiful. And Mike McMahon's incredible again. So I thought the only way I could, I'm not being competitive, but the only way I can kick these art guys' asses is to paint in color, make it more 3D and everything else. So that's the way I got around that. Now, so, uh, it, 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 I, was, it, I was forced to do something. I had to do something, evolve real quick, to do something quick to, 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 to make the mark, you know? When, because I know 2000 AD was black and white for a long time, and then yeah. then at some point part of it was in color. Well, you remember the old the old days you used to do some print some of it in red. Okay. Oh no, that, that was that was Marvel. You came remember that? You used to do a page in red. <laughs> red just part, they had red red. Oh, anyway, go on, go on. Um, <laughs> what for? <laughs> I like I like this idea of uh, of needing to like kind of step up your game because of your peers. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's. Oh, we're all like that. I think we're all like that. We're all, we all hate each other in the background. <laughs> I mean, uh, we, we, I think we well, have a lot, great deal of love and respect for everybody as an artist because I know um, I'm, I'm beyond criticizing anybody because, um, uh, because I know how hard, I know what it is to do what they do. They do what they do. We're all brothers, you know, in, 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 in arms, you know. We all do what we have to do. They have families to feed and shit like that, and they have to the, the work, work, work with the candlelight. The, God knows what hours, you know. So yeah. it's all, they're all, you know, it's all important to me, and they're important to me. Um, and everyone's work's important, so, um, you know. Um, There's a certain solidarity you have that I don't find among, like, even the terms like 
brothers. Um, well, yeah, to me they do. are. I mean, they are. I mean, whether they think that they they, they agree with, it. I don't know. I mean, some are competitive, and, and I don't know. I don't care. I just just think it's, uh, <clears throat> it's a good way to go. You know, I think it's. Um, I don't know. We're all in the same boat. I think. Um, yeah. Well, it's almost like a know, proletarian. Well, we can't against the writers and editors. You know. <laughs> But um, no, bless you, bless you, everybody, bless you. Now they're all they're all good. But no, I, I think it depends on your mentality. I think uh, I've got some good some good good friends in the industry. Actually, we're, we're close, but we are always competitive. I think it is good to be, um, uh, you know, especially as we're getting older. I mean, it's now like oh god, I can't I don't care anymore. You know, <laughs> it's just great work what you're doing. You know, what I mean? but uh, no, it's. Uh, well, I think it's important to me that is because it feels like you do you you're not the only one. You know, it feels like you get there's some kind of um, you know someone someone's on your side. You know, um, I think. So you don't um, like I know some folks they kind of stay connected with their peer groups um, and try and meet up, but do you kind of work pretty solitary? Oh, I'm very, yeah, very. Well, I mean, we connect in what we regard. Just want a phone call, you mean, or or, or, or just, work 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 either physically in the same place. Yeah, just maybe meet up and just. Oh jam yeah, we and do stuff. that. We, yeah, we do. Oh yeah, we do, but not often enough. I mean, it usually you know it usually starts off that we're going to do something together, but just end up getting drunk, you know, and talking crap for ages, you know, and having a good laugh. I mean, you know, what I mean, just letting off some steam. Um, I, yeah, yeah, jam is good fun. I mean, uh, me and Kevin Eastman do a lot of work together. And that was great fun. I mean, it was great fun. I mean, it was good days, you know, when other artists should come in. So, yeah, that is a, collaborating is, is great fun when you're actually in, in the same place as that individual. Um, it can be a laugh, you know, I and mean, a lot of energy can uh, occur, you know. Can you a lot give, of good stuff can come out of that situation. Can it give creatively. you kind of a, a different approach in your own work? Say, working with... Yeah, showing off, showing off, showing off. <laughs> Someone's here, I'll just show off and just say, well, this is just appeal. Try and support, you know, do something really quick and flashy and amazing and just like, and go, God, bloody hell. You're already quick, son. I can't believe how fast you are. He, I don't know uh, what you mean. I'm just, I'm just taking it easy. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's, uh, no, it's all camaraderie. And, and I mean, if you're working with me, it's always going to be a good, good, uh, good laugh, you know, a good fun. And, and, and great creative stuff comes out in uh, situations like that. It sounds like, uh, especially with Kevin, there's a pretty unique uh, camaraderie there. I uh, When I was talking to him a couple weeks ago, he had some interesting choice words uh, about working with you. Yeah. <laughs> Or were they? I don't know. That <laughs> no, was you. That <laughs> no, was good. They were good times. Very good times. We used to work in his, his garage. We had this huge, great big screen, great big, big, big uh, TV screen. We had war movies going on and movies going on, and um, you know we had painting. We just working all the time, and that. it was it was good, good funny. I go to the gym, work out. You know, drink. I drank way too much sometimes. I think to annoyance of uh, of the, the lady of the house. So I used to get told off a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, it's such a buzz because uh, it was like uh, there's never, never any real sleep you know it was like always always uh, working getting things done plus it was like a, a bit like a war zone you know I used to enjoy that because there's so much to do and it's such a challenge you know to, to do it and I think uh, I like that I think uh, I like to suffer do you know what I mean I, that's a bit weird I don't like to sit there and just whip myself like some kind of monk you know walking around and walking up and down because he's, he's, you know, he's, because he's been, you know, well, what am I talking about? Now I'm going stupid now. But no, it's I like to be, I like to, I like a, a challenge. I have to say, I do, and my best stuff comes out from that, definitely, because you're so much more quicker, much more fluid. You're not thinking about it, and things come out way better, than, way way better, and and you discover things that uh, that you're not conscious of that just come out, and you, you create, you know, you, you just you witness 
in front of your eyes a new, a new technique or a new, a new uh, way the paint's gone in a certain way. It looks interesting or a, a pen, pen stroke or something, you know. Um, and it just comes way better. I think most things do. I suppose it's like playing the drums, isn't it? You, you play the drums, you start thinking about what you're doing, you kind of lose the rhythm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I suppose it's like a racing driver, isn't it? And a racing driver, I mean, it makes me wonder why a racing driver, why one, one, one racing driver is better than another racing driver. What's the difference? Are they the same kind of car, the same same speed, same engine, you know, but someone's better. Why is that? They can just get those... Maybe they can go... Well, go on. They can just get those tighter corners. Yeah, why is it... What, what is it that, about that? I mean, that they can just do it better. I mean, like Fangio and all these guys. It's just a natural thing. It just comes in, doesn't it? They're not thinking about it. You know, I wouldn't wonder about that. I don't think... I don't have it relates to... Um, I mean, end of the day, it doesn't matter how fast you are. It's all about what, what's on the page end of the day, you know. Can I say, well, you know, it's great because I did it quickly. Um, it just means you get you get more money the more work you do, obviously, and you hit the deadlines, I suppose. But uh, I think for me, it's just... Um, I'll tell you what, though, it can hurt you because uh, I recently got a remark from my editor, good man. He said, Simon, you, you look like you rushed this page. And um, I had done, but it was, it was because I got so excited about the action I was doing, it became more angular, you know, and the lines become faster. So you don't you tend not to curve the line and watch the line you're doing. It becomes much more more jagged and uh, more power. I mean the thing is with with uh, with, with, with anything, even standing or <clears throat> um, whatever composition you're going to make, it's always that those first few lines to get the power in. Even as a calm situation, if the power comes from the first strokes you you, you, you do. You know you lay those those, those first. It's not a, a, a figure. Uh, it's not like a figure you distinguish as. It's more a circle and a, and a line, an angle. You know, take an angle. Um, well, there's yeah. something uh, I think Alex Toth said about how when you're drawing, to try and not try to pare down your lines and trying to, to make your line as long as you can. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think he's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what he means by that is, um, well, you obviously on the assumption you don't. But I suppose you do. Know what that means? Yeah. It just means that power continues from like. I mean, you know, from from it's like a, like a, when 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 a, when a, a, a cheetah's running. It's like it goes from the foot to the, to the elbow to the knee to the shoulder to the back to the tail. You know, it's, it all goes right, it ends up somewhere. So that line comes, it's like a jet fighter has to go from A to B, and that's a constant power line, isn't it? You yeah. do a short power line, and then it changes direction. But you have to turn, turn, change direction a certain way. So I think it means he's keeping the flow of something, keeping the flow of the movement. I suppose it's like doing, a, if you're doing like Superman, you're doing his cloak. If you could do a line and line and line, if you have a whole line to the end, to the rim, and just like let let the lines, it becomes organic. It kind of starts to work work itself. I mean, not the tools do the work for you. You just uh, you. I mean, I'm the tool. I'm the tool. <laughs> you just you just you're just a tool, and and the, and the, the medium, the yeah. pen, the paper, does the work. You just move it around, you know, subconsciously. I just, uh, I think you know what I mean. Yeah. Maybe well, it's with writing. I mean, we got free of mind. I mean, I don't know. When your profession, maybe you've got. Free your mind and let yourself go when you get into conversation. You know, I don't know. I yeah, I just kind of go and go and just go. Listen, I said, God, this guy's boring. Uh, <laughs> Why did I phone him? <laughs> Why am I up so early? <laughs> <laughs> um, it it's interesting talking about like that kind of movement while drawing and that kind of physicality to it. And then earlier we we're talking about just like uh folks doing and stuff in Photoshop and Cintiqs and I know people that will just redraw the same line over and over and over again in a Cintiq. Um and it and, and at least Ooh. loses that organicness because they're trying well, to get yeah. that perfect corner and it's like 
Well, it depends what they're trying to achieve. I mean, it depends what they're trying to achieve. I mean, you can say, well, Buscema had that perfect line to get that perfect, uh, you know, perfect physical sh- shape, all in proportion. Yeah. Whereas Kirby just go go mad. That line would go on forever. Yeah. Our top was on about, and it would just go from the leg to the arm to the fist, you know. So it's all a power line. It's all about power, getting the power down. Whereas, um, I mean, you would probably find that uh, Buscema would draw that way like Kirby, but then we refine it and put in the, in the muscles and the shapes and the forms more accurately, you know, mm. which is something, uh, you know, that, um, but, um, you know, was, 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 was there quite another question before? Was that a question you were on about? I don't know if it was a question or much of a... No, it was more of a, a, you know, a flitter, a suggestion, a, a, a thing. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was just interesting. It was interesting. Oh, you said about, oh, 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 that's right, you said about, uh, they, they, they work the line, 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 line until they get it right. Well, they, yeah. they're trying to achieve what they're trying to achieve. So at the end of the day, I mean, I think you can do that because it's all about contrast because the smoother or more accurate a line may be or something in particular, you've still got the power lines in there. You know, as a guide, you still, you're okay, you know, I think. Mm-hmm. It's having those power lines in first. Whatever you do around that, as long as that power remains somehow, I think you're okay. Um, do you feel there's a certain point where you look at a page and kind of maybe other folks work where it gets to a point where it's sterile? Well, yeah, it can be. I think it's like, well, we, we, we probably get to that point, getting to the, the, the other point. It's like when you write a poem, it seems so so great at the time. But it starts to doubt it and then rewrite it to become, then be, the moment's gone. It doesn't feel the same anymore, does it? Mm-hmm. You've lost the initial feel, you know, I think. You've put too many um, metaphors in. <laughs> pardon? You've put too many metaphors in, say, or something Have I? Like that. What's a metaphor? No, 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 no. In a poem. <laughs> I'm an in artist. I don't know who would. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But yeah, what was it? What we, where did we go on to? Uh, I'm oh, gonna actually look at, look, at a, look at a page and what? Well, like and it's look, folks that have well, overworked their pages, or well, I the editors love it if you do overwork it. I mean, well, I don't see what overworking is. I mean, oh yeah, yeah the thing what you can do is over. I think uh, my view is to work particular areas and then leave other areas loose. It makes it makes it more lively. But good point, actually. Yeah, there's a painting I did recently, and it was for some guy, and um, there's a woman with a sword, slashing a sword around. And the leg trailed him into like a blur. It wasn't it wasn't particularly well done, because it kind of worked. And he he insisted because he's paying. He wanted the foot to be finished. So just to paint the foot in all the greatest detail I could possibly do, just to get to get to this whole thing, every stitch in the, in, in the sandals, you know, it became completely static. It looked like a looked like a statue. You know? Yeah, it, it didn't work anymore. And this is what I got from Frazetta, This kind of thing, where everything else around it, surrounding the, the actual character itself, is. Uh, had to be blurred out, you know, see the focus is just where the power is. Um, but once everything else is, if you work things, like, uh, it become, it does become static. It definitely becomes static. Did you get to spend much time with him when you guys were both working for Danzig? Uh, well, we communicated over the phone. <clears throat> I met, uh, um, I met uh, Frank a few times. I was so scared. My knees are knocking when I first met him. He's like a god, you know. He's oh, so, so my hero, you know. I was going, ooh, you know. Amazing yeah. to, to meet him. What a what a, what a he just exuded this this, uh, this 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 power, just a power from this guy. You know, he just he just exuded this, this tremendous personality. And he's kind of like a really cool, kind of Lee Marvin type character, you know. But um, were the men? Yeah, we didn't. Huh? Were the men that he painted kind of reflected him? Yeah, he was kind of like that. I mean, I bet he's a really tough guy. You know, <laughs> he was from Brooklyn. But uh, yeah, he had this amazing energy, and it, it, it's incredible talent. I mean, I mean, you keep saying it, but it's, it's, it's ridiculous just how much um, how much incredible talent he had. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But no, we. Uh, I mean, I think that the, the death deal I did do was it was, was was fucking terrible. I was just awful. I would wish I should wish I'd done it my own way. You know, I was trying to do it like Frank. Uh, I was asked to do it more like Frank, as opposed to the way I was doing things at the time, which was way more dynamic. You know, more the Kirby way. Um, you know, exto- uh, <coughs> overproportioned uh, uh, physiques. Do they want like the the Frank painting style or the? Well, because his, no, his comics... they wanted me to look like Frank. I mean, well, yeah. Frank looked at it and said, "What's this? But goddamn, you know, the arms are too big, and then you know, you know, what the hell, you know." Um, okay, yeah. And it was some more like that, but basically, but I think everyone wanted it to be like Frank's, whereas I I wanted it like mine. So I was, it's one of those things where you just interfering so much. It was like, uh, oh, no, no, it's interfering like to 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 interfere, but just the way things were going, I wasn't. I was losing losing that flow completely, and I was having to think about it, and I just wasn't enjoying it particularly. Tonight, tonight, did, and, and it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bloody disaster. It was just no good. It's shameful. I'm very embarrassing because because uh, <laughs> uh, I was such a such a um, you know Frank was such a hero of mine. To do one of his characters and just do a fuck it up so badly is just, just awful, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm always curious about. Like, I never liked it. About it was dancing. my fault entirely. That it didn't look very good. Go on. I'm I'm always curious about Danzig's adventure in comics and just kind of how that experience was for folks because he seems to be coming at it from a completely different angle than a lot of folks that are already in it. Oh, uh, what do you mean with, with, with what he does? What's yeah, darker, kind of more, uh, kind of a more to more <clears throat> more to his music. Yeah, um, I suppose. But he's a he's a enormous Frazetta fan. Yeah. Also, uh, obviously, um... and a big Mike Golden fan. I don't know who that is. Who who he? Mike Golden. He or Michael Golden. He did a whole bunch of stuff for Marvel in the eighties. Oh yeah. Uh, really amazing dynamic stuff. Um, yeah. I just joking because uh, the Danzig band logo was yeah. pretty much lifted out of. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember what the comic was. The was co- that like a Mike... I thought it was a Buscema scar. I thought it looked like it's a Buscema scar. No, it's uh, it's Mike oh, Golden. Really? Oh really? I knew it was from something like that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll it's kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah. I'll send cool. you the image. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, is, he, uh, is he still alive, that guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. He was, uh, he was an art director for Marvel for a lot of years. Yeah. Um, mm. Now he just does his own thing. Well, I apologize to him for not to uh, recognize his name, because I'm just very bad with names. That's okay. I mean, you can tell me your name 10,000 times, I won't remember it until it's finally in there after about five years, and I'll oh, yeah, you know. Remember that I'm awful. Um, I'm curious about kind of a friend of mine wanted to ask you, and I think this is kind of a good point to Uh-oh. ask it. Um. Yeah. Here uh, it comes. This is what it's all about, isn't it, really? This is why you brought me on here. Uh, question about editorial interference and <laughs> oh me, yeah, we're cool. Uh, and like how you felt uh, having to change things in your work, um, or have you had to change things in your work? Um, it's not that. worth the trouble. Just chew your bottom lip off and get it done. Just change it. Yeah. To your bottom lip off. Don't be precious about it. I mean, I mean, it's the nature of comic books. You know, it's 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 done. It's out. And you know, and then it's, it's off, you know, and then it's printed. And then you go to the next job. There's no point. I mean, it's your editor. I mean, I think it's it's not been I've been a wuss and just you know take it on the chin. But uh, you have, I think it's worth taking it on the chin, and just say yeah, sure, whatever, and just do it because it's not worth the debate unless you feel extremely strongly about something. Then uh, then yes, but um, you know, it's a, I'm just consider that uh, sometimes because I don't like what they're, where they're going with this, and I want me to change this. They say well. There's not make a difference. The quality of the work's all good, uh, and nothing fundamentally has changed. And uh, I mean, it's some really bloody stupid things, but you just got to laugh and just just get on with it, you know. In the old days, I might have been annoyed, but I think 
I, I welcome change. Uh, I say, look, um, you know, when you need changing, let me know, and I'll get it done. I get it done, and it just comes out. You come out looking better, and uh, you just get more work, and uh, you're a good person to work with. Uh, that's what I'm assuming it. Is the way it works, you know. I mean, you know, they're not going to redraw the entire thing. I mean, someone Glenn Glenn Banty says, oh, he wants something completely altered altogether, you know, which is really funny. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, you can't let it. You can't let. It, you can't let it chew you up. You know, because you're going to go no way with that. We just end up with a conflict with someone, and a, and, a, and a bit of bad blood. And they're doing their job. And their job is to do that. And they, uh, you know, I mean, it's not worth the argument. That isn't. Get it done. Stop moaning. <laughs> if I did something personally, my own personal work, and someone's going to, then I might be a bit different. Because if there's something that's important to me, you know. Yeah. Then uh, I have a particular opinion on, you know. So, uh, but I've never come across that. There's. I'm a corporate cars, you know. Nail it, get it done, pay, pay. I'm happy, you know. There's a uh, recent Robert Crumb quote where he kind of, his viewpoint, very opposite yours, of any kind of censorship or editorial interference is basically the equivalent to getting your dick cut off. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, he takes a bit different than me, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one, that. Well, I suppose because he's, well, he's, he's sort of expressive, though. His stuff is coming in his own, his own, his own, his own work. He's, he's a poet, isn't he? Yeah, I mean he is a, 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 a visual poet. Um, I mean it's like so you know going to Bukowski and saying you know I don't like to change a word in that. I mean it's just kind of down here. <laughs> you know we don't like those words in that. Can you just change the words, juggle them around a bit. You know, just change the word to this. It's not the same thing. You got to remember that. Uh, <clears throat> no, you, I'm sure that sounds a bit patronising. I don't mean to be, but um, people out there. <clears throat> So, I mean, you know, fundamentally, a lot of us and I, especially, work for for a company who have a fra- who have a franchise who own the character. Yeah. So they have to contain that character, and, and, they, and you're, you're, you know, whatever you're going to do is going to represent the character. So you can't represent them in a different light, you know. So always, you know, they've got to keep bear that in mind. Um, so they own it, so they're paying you to do the job, and then that's what they want. They don't like something, then change it. You can't argue with someone who owns something. You know, it's not, it's not a problem. Don't, don't see it as a problem. You know, just get it done. You can't be precious, you know, about your work. You know, you got to. It's, it's a pass. You get it done. It's finished. I keep saying that's getting repetitive. I, d- I do feel like you kind of try and throw in some interesting things there. I was reading uh, the Batman Lobo comic the other day, and it's, there's a part where I'm like, kind of like, throw the thing, and like, why is Joker's nose so weird? And I get to this one panel, and it's a side profile, and he's basically his nose is a penis. Is it really? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I know. I do sneak things in. I mean, I don't know. Oh, is it too obvious? Was it? Is that out obvious? Was it? I don't. I think I was obvious. I don't think it was conscious of that. Maybe, maybe, maybe I. I don't know. I don't know. But I did. <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't. I have to look at that one. I have to look at that. What his nose was like. I, I, I based it on punch. You know, punch the punch. You know, the punch and Judy. Yeah. That kind of thing. Because I was, uh, you know, but. Uh, it looks like a penis. Looks like a penis. Like, it, it, was, well, it was. It great. was one. Just one particular panel, though. It's like <laughs> one particular panel. <laughs> it was a okay. penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, so there was. There was. Uh, I did a, a Lobo. Lobo's back. Yeah. Uh, they say there, there was a penis in his elbow. Well, I didn't see that until till the editor Dan Rasper said to me, "You're drawing a beautiful." I honestly didn't didn't notice that. I mean, it's just a, an elbow because it's got some wrinkles in it. You know, like, the muscle comes down to a an wrinkly elbow, but you know. That's a really penis. Um, yeah. It's still amazing. That's that not that. the penis thing. There's it's lots of vaginas in there as well, if you look. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Freudian enough for me. Um, 
But yeah, talk about talk about uh, editorial. Yes, yeah, there is censorship. You know, you can you know, you know, woman like woman nipples are too big or something like that, or da da da. You're showing this or showing that. You know, um, so you know there is that as well. You but, just kind of roll with it. You roll absolutely, just roll with it absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't object. I don't, I don't care. Well, I do care, but I, we we discuss that anyway. That's that's when you have your drinks with your friends later. Pardon? You care in the way that you'll have drinks with your friends later about it. No, no, I know. Well, yeah, I'll bitch about it like hell to yeah. someone, yeah. Someone's going to hear it. <laughs> they told me to do this, and I can't believe it. Da, 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 da. I mean, I did one job recently, but I had to keep changing the bloody face. I'm, I change the face, and oh, it looks too angry. Said, okay. <laughs> it, looks too, it looks like a criminal, and it looks too angry. But I didn't, didn't say, say it to me like that. I'm just assuming that's about what they were thinking when they're looking at it. Oh, it looks too, looks like a criminal. It looks too angry. So could you change it and make it look nicer and a bit softer and a bit friendlier, you know? So I did. And then um, I got a message about a month later. I said, oh, this guy wants you to make him look a bit more aggressive, a bit more... Uh... I said, what? I'd like to change it back again. You know, that's the problem you do get. You're talking about editorial and changing things. That's what it pisses me fucking right off. You want to get about 10 people in a boardroom, right, with another 10 people in another boardroom, and we've got 20 fucking people making a decision. And they all got their own idea of what they want. Do you know what I mean? Because nothing else better to fucking do. Listen, we swear, sorry. And that's that's good. Guess I might go because you, you change things that are just bloody stupid, don't make any sense. You know, I mean, this guy's doing something where he's going to look, he's going to look angry. He can't have a mild look on his face. It doesn't work. It's ridiculous. But uh, you do get that touring and throwing, which can seem absurd. You know, but you do really have to say, yeah, it's okay, no problem. Too many cooks oh, yeah, in the change kitchen. Change your face for the fucking tenth time. <laughs> Why do you have an option for a face? You know, so you give know, have, have a face. You can just you know you, you look at like a donkey's tail. You know, yeah. It's five different faces you have got in a free little plastic bag. You can have whatever face you want. Or they can do like they do with Kirby and just paste Kurt Swan over it. <laughs> That's what he did, was it? With the uh, in uh, Jimmy Olsen, every time Superman was on there, it wasn't a Kirby Superman face. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I'll be darned. Well, because he, because, um, well, because, uh, oh, I see, it's interesting. Well, because Kirby did it. Uh, they didn't like how Kirby drew it. He was too ugly. Well, I'll be darned. There's something interesting you say about my friend. Well, we're friends already, look. <laughs> is, um, is, um, is that, you know, that famous, one of the most famous, uh, covers in the history of comic book covers by Jim Steranko. You know, that one where the Hulk is holding up the, his, his own name in yep. the rock. Oh, yeah. Classic dude. I mean, oh. They that face was changed, wasn't it? Because originally Steranko did the face, but they took the Marvel changed his face because it looked too scary. <laughs> and I read that about that. So the face you see in the comic book is different to so the, the originals. He's apparently is much scarier, but he's too frightening. Apparently, that's true. That's too bad. That's not box. That really is. Really is. I love to yeah. see what the original face looks like. Yeah. No, it's it's interesting. Man, cause... he could kick some ass out of Steranko with some uh, Hulk stuff. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, Stranko's got such a singular vision, too, to, like, oh. kind of play with it. doesn't seem yeah. fair. Yeah. Recently, you've been doing, or maybe not so recent, over the last couple of years, you've been doing more religious paintings, and I'm wondering where that's coming from. Like, you're doing kind of, I guess, Passion Era Christ stuff. Um, I tried to track down one of the books, but they're out of print, and... So oh, they're out of print. I'm surprised. They're usually, oh, fuck me. They're, 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 they're in, you get them in, <clears throat> your Italian print runs, Polish runs. They're everywhere. They're out of control now. I mean, uh, I don't even know where the hell <clears throat> they're published now. They're published, you know, probably on, on, on some other, other planet, you know. Um, so I'd, maybe they're out of print in America. 
uh, or over here, I suppose. But uh, now, why? Why? I don't know why. Really, I think uh, it's back to that Michelangelo thing. You know, I think it was a discipline. Um, I just, uh, I mean, I was talking to a friend of mine. He kind of suggested it. You know, I said, "What's oh, that?" He said, "Well, you know, I said, think of all the, you know, all the themes you have there. So you've got this book where there's so much dramatic stuff happens. You know, and it's true, it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you know." And uh, so I got more and more into that, and then um, yeah, I really got really into it, you know. Um, I was thinking I was I was trying to get the perfect crucifixion. I, I was trying to figure to do. I still want to do that actually. Um, it's a perfect uh, painting of that uh, situation. Uh, situation, weird way of putting it. But, um, <laughs> I mean, you got you got thunder skies, the whole thing going on. You got you know we got all this famine. You got the, you know everything going on. Haven't you? Samson, it's all great, great stuff, isn't it? It's a lot of Old Testament. Great visuals in there. I'm not a Bible basher. No. Anything like that, you know. I mean, um, Bible didn't get, you know, so, you know, so go on. Well, I so think... I don't know what to say about it, right? Um, but it was, uh, again, that was a discipline, I think. I, I think it's... passion for that. I think it's interesting when folks are doing stuff. Like, you don't need to be religious to go and admire some of the stories and the ideas, uh, especially, like you're saying, like Samson. Like, Samson, that's, you know pretty short story biblically but I mean it's like this guy goes and kicks a whole lot of ass with an ass of a bone yeah. or the jaw of an ass isn't it he yeah jaw of an ass yeah I mean uh, that would have been smashed to smithereens and he, he pushed those giant pillars yeah. I think it's all about is it I me mean, it's pure comic book stuff isn't it you know yeah um, I mean it's fantastic I mean it's just uh, yeah, I mean there's so much stuff there I mean there's so much more um, but uh, um there's so much more you can do, I suppose, isn't there? I mean, I even touched anywhere. I to tell you one thing I didn't like about it is I made the horses so small. I got these, I did uh, images of St. George and the dragon. Always been interested in medieval armour in that period of time in history. But um, if, you, if anyone's got the book, religious book, <clears throat> the Bible, the Bible, Bible, is look at the guys on the horses, the, uh, St. George on the horse. It's, it's like a tiny horse. It's like a pony. I don't know why I did the horse so small. It looks ridiculous. It's a great drawing, but the horses are so too small. So I need to re- re- revisit that and redraw them and uh, print them side by side. Um, I think it's being compelled to do things like this, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd love to do a Sistine Chapel. I mean, I'd love to do a church. I mean, I'd love to do a, a whole fresco like, like Michelangelo did. Love, that's, that's the kind of gig I'd, I'd be willing to do, doing, you know? Yeah, well, that'd be cool. So cool. Do you ever think about doing sculpture again? You mentioned earlier doing you did some clay when you were young. Yeah, I did so. Yeah, yeah. I went all high pitch then. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would like to uh, do more. I've got some plans to to do stuff in uh, sculpture. I mean, well, when I sculpt, I've sculpted a few things. They look like my paintings, you know what I mean? Uh, it looks okay. Yeah. Um, um, so I should... I mean, there's so many things I keep saying to everybody. I'm boring the shit out of people saying, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I'm gonna, well, why don't you just do it then? Because, you know, I'm bogged down with the stuff I'm doing now, so I need to free up to do that kind of stuff. Um I expect I will be at some point. Uh, but yeah, the statues would be cool. How do you mix it in with your um, paying work, like the work you need to do to pay the bills, and uh... then do these paintings? Do you kind of, okay, this is my artistic vacation? Um... Well, it's like it's like mechanic and mechanics. They say about mechanics, so they, they have the worst kept cars, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think when I finish something, I'm just... just uh, I can. I just don't want to go anywhere near uh, anything, any, anything to do with art. I just want to do something completely different, really. Um, it, is a, you, it will work on energy levels, you know. Your energy builds up and um, power up from the sun, and you you, you get done, and then you just uh, just just um, you know 
you know, just uh, stop. <laughs> you just stop. You just don't want to do it. You just can't be, can't be bothered, you know. But it can become incredibly frustrating now that, uh, that uh, there is so much stuff I do want to do. But just, it's just literally, I mean, people say, "I'll oh, make the time." There is no, there's no, there's no fucking time. There is no time. There's so much time in the day and the night. You know, there's no, there's no. You can't make more time when you got to do what you got to do. And um, I think you need to. I think more personal stuff uh, is a different mentality, different state of mind. I think that is actually uh, con- totally. I'll totally contradict myself from the very kind of the conversation we had at the very beginning. And as that, as that, I would be very conscious of what I'm doing on a bigger piece, bigger, larger paintings or sculptures and things. Mm-hmm. Um, the power be there, but I think I'll be much more uh, um, formulaic in my thought um, process and what I'm going to do. You know. Um, so a different thing altogether, really, because I think when you do one piece, you represent that piece represents, and it has to stand out um, in a different way that uh, comic book pages do. You know, um, I mean, comic book pages is is a thing of a ho- as a whole. It's not individual panels; that's it a work as a whole. Yeah, the whole work of art. You know, and and, it, and it's just it is. I I see comic books as something that you know you you you, you buy. You look, look at it, you stick it, roll up and stick it in the back of your pocket, you know, get on the bus and go where you got to go, maybe read it in the underground or whatever, and just chuck it away or keep it or collect it. You know, I think that's the, that's the beauty of it, and that's the, that's the romance of it, and I think I, I like that. <clears throat> a lot about comics is to, it's just throw away stuff, you know. You know, you throw away, uh, you've got this all this passion stuff into it, and then it's just thrown away, just just nothing, doesn't exist anymore, you know. Really. But people get people collect it. I'm rambling now, but yeah, there is, yeah. there is, um, it's, it's time, my friend. I mean, I, I mean, people have to knock out. I think there's a writer I talked to recently, and she's saying that uh, she spends most of her time having to, you know, I don't know the word is as a writer has to go through someone else's writing, not editing. There's something else for it. Has to proofread or something, yeah, proofreading stuff yeah. and uh, correcting a later. And um, I think it's a different circumstance. Maybe if I was uh, could go back in time, which you can't. Um, Oh, well, you don't know that, do you? I think it's in, uh, what's that, uh, Back to the Future. Oh, it's like the Higgs boson thing figured out. Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the baby. <laughs> well, I think maybe we could think differently because it's, uh, well, then you've got to pay your bills. I mean, it's not, you haven't got the luxury. It's self-indulgent to, to go and do something for myself um, uh, when you've got things to, you know, you've got fans to look after and, and bills to pay and things like that. You commit to what you have to do to bring the money in. And I think, uh, I mean, literally, that's that tight with, with, with deadlines and things. Um, but it's, it's, I'm, it's just finding a point. You need, I need like a year off to do something. Right? I need a year. Yeah. To, to, to just really just to, to, to just just get away from it and uh, and uh, I just do my own stuff. And what what would occur? I can't imagine. I really don't know. Even though I said I would formulate something, but then, but I was considering actually uh, what I wanted, what I would, would want to do, which is actually formulating something. Is, is doing something of, of the subconscious I was saying before is where it's just you taking uh, a large surface area <clears throat> and paint and just moving the shifting paint around uh, using the subconscious and doing a piece that's utterly honest because if you start thinking about it it's a lie you know what I mean yeah. it's not true and it's uh, like I mean to, to do a perfect piece of work is not to do it at all because every, every piece of work you do is always self-conscious and, and pretentious really do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. why do it at all? You can exhibit it. Oh, yeah, I'm an artist, man. I don't fuck everyone. I don't care what people think. But I'm going to exhibit my work, and I'll see what, what people's opinions going to be. You know, it's a matter of expression. You know, I think uh, I think uh, abstract paint, paint and form is uh, the most honest, the most interesting um, form of uh, of, uh, of uh, painting. I think that exists. You know, um, it's explosive power. And to see what happens, textures, colors, you know, everything. 
what is I think uh, actually do I think actually do a painting on Gano do a painting in the dark <laughs> just all the lights switched off and just gonna and I'm gonna I won't tell you more details about it but um, you know see what happens you know but I think it'd be nice to look at something with a totally fresh eye but it, you know what I mean about doing something totally honest I mean honest honest I mean that's, that's interesting to me but then to exhibit it then you just lie then you're lying then but, but what what is my mindset then therefore what am I thinking well, what I want to say, do this. Um, maybe it's, uh, because it contradicts what I'm doing uh, as comic book art, which is more, you know, formatic and, and designed and thought. You know, um, uh, I, was I talk- just enjoy. I just enjoy abstract art. You know, I think I enjoy the look of it. You know, I mean, there's so much you can look into it. You know, I was talking to one guy, or he was telling him, emailing about art, and he's telling me the latest series he's working on. It's done in this odd way. Um, that it just does not reproduce with the photograph very well. <laughs> really? Awesome. Yeah, and, and it's interesting. And, and I, I found that fascinating. Like he, he's making a specific yeah. choice to do it this certain way, um, yeah. so it can only be to kind of take it in. Oh, like this is because it's such personal work to him. Yeah. This is the work he's doing, and he's doing it, and it's for him. It's like yeah. he, oh, he doesn't sell his paintings. People yeah, would wow. buy his paintings. He doesn't want to yeah. sell them. I don't know. Well, I have a lot of respect to him. My hat off to that fellow. What yeah. an amazing chap. Very, very interesting. He is. Um, I think we've got to just say something. Just say something. <laughs> well, I was going to say, we've kind of hit our hour here. Oh, phew. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Got to go. Uh, <laughs> Thank you very much, Simon. This has been fantastic. I've really enjoyed uh, talking to you. It's uh... my, my pleasure. My pleasure. We'll do it again sometime. Yeah. Well, no. see what the response. See what the response is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure folks will enjoy it. Yeah. Bless, bless you and bless all of you, uh, the listeners who are listening and taking the time to listen. Just a reminder, folks. I've been talking to Simon Bisley. His latest work, which we didn't discuss at all, is uh, Four Horsemen uh, from Heavy Metal, as well as. Go and buy oh. it. <laughs> it's awesome. Sorry, mate. I interrupted you again, even, even yeah, at the end. No, it's. Uh, I mean, you've got lots of stuff. Lobos being reissued. Slain the Horn yeah. God is available. Um, Legendary pictures. Tower Chronicles. Uh, yeah, the the dead. Groove here. <laughs> what else have I got going on? A few things. A few that's, things. For, that's for next time, folks. <laughs>
Another blasted ghost that was posed Another bloody foreign ghost Another set of scars to boast 